the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. All know it. This is Riley McBride Lewis from One American News, Tipping Point with Kara McKinney, producer, filling in for Andrea K on the Andrea K Show. This is The Answer San Diego. Call in number is 888 344 1170. Again, this is The Answer San Diego. Thank you for joining me on this Friday Eve. We had a great first hour. We're, we're coming in hot again to the second hour because there's a whole lot of news going on. There's a lot of answers that I'm looking for, and it doesn't really seem like like you get that from a lot of the mainstream press. You get a lot of same, you know, people recycling the same talking points and saying the same things and really just citing each other. You know, uh, this report says and that report says, but I want to get to the truth of really what's going on with this country and, you know, one of the one of the most fascinating things is that we're living through really a historic scandal. And, and of course, I'm talking about what's going on in Maui, you know, this is something that really does get home. You know, it touches home for me. I, I've got friends in Maui. I have family that, that live in Hawaii, not on that island. But I do think it's important that we talk about what's going on with Lahaina. There have been some pretty important updates. And I think that we all deserve to know what's really going on. Because this administration is so good at creating problems and so bad at fixing problems that it makes me physically sick to my stomach. And I almost think that, that Joe Biden could... Uh, I mean, he's really just making a living at this point, you know, creating problems. He's a professional problem creator and not hey, much of a problem. he's got a beach to go to. <laughs> he's got a lot to do. This, this guy doesn't just take one vacation. He takes two vacations. So when when you're over there enjoying your regular size Reese's, he's got a king size Reese's and a king size Twix. So this, this guy's a, I don't know what goes through his mind. DJ Get Potato Skins. What do you think Biden is thinking with this response? I mean, is there any real logic here or any critical thinking at all? I mean, anybody with the brain power of a kumquat could probably figure out a better way to go about this. I think he should have been over, over there a lot sooner. I mean, I, I mean, I know most presidents face this, but he when he was asked if he's going to go over there, he doesn't want to get in the way. No, you're the leader of the free world. It's your job to go over there. A hundred percent it is. And he said the same thing, by the way, before, like, this is not the first crisis he's lived through. We got toxic chemicals leaking into the groundwater in East Palestine, Ohio, and he's nowhere to be found. But Donald Trump's right there with the people giving them food and water and resources, which is just unbelievable to me. So time and time again, we, we see that the American people are not a priority for this administration. And that brings us to an interesting story, because I don't know if you knew this, but it turns out that FEMA officials... People who are supposed to be there to help the commoners and the the locals in Maui and Lahaina who've lost everything. Some people have lost their loved ones, uh, you know, brothers and sisters and parents and spouses. Like, I mean, we're we're talking about more than 100 people died. It seems like at least 115 people have died. More than a thousand people are still missing. Joe Biden waits two weeks just to show up. 
not fashionably late, uh, very unfashionably late. Hear about the blockade? I mean, the people that went around the blockade and they just didn't care. They survived. And if you waited, the people just didn't get out. And it just breaks my heart. Well, I mean, what are you supposed to do? You've got first responders telling you this is the blockade. It's here for a reason. You force people to basically you go with your gut and you ignore what you're being told or you try to follow the rules because you're a good person. Like, what are you supposed to do? You're it's a rock and a hard place. And it's unfortunate. And now these FEMA officials are staying in luxury hotels in Maui amid the you know the recovery effort. And not only have they taken their sweet, sweet time just to respond to this, but now we have government officials who are 100% funded by the taxpayers staying in luxury hotels where a hotel room could cost up to $1,000 just for a single night. Just for one single night. This is the Federal Emergency Management Agency. And look, I know the Red Cross has been doing their best to try to put people up into hotels to try to bring resources to the situation. There are some groups that are working tirelessly right now for the people of Maui. And it's important that we recognize these people are Americans. These are our, our fellow citizens, not only our brothers and sisters in Christ, but these are American citizens. These are voters. These are Joe Biden's constituents. And Hawaii is a Democrat-run state that went for Biden in 2020. So you would think this guy's about to go into the, ele- the, the next election cycle. We'll presume he's going to be the nominee. You would think that he would care, you know, even he should just be caring about these people because these are Americans, but you would think even selfishly out of political reasons he would make an appearance and early on and he would make it unequivocal you know we all stand with the people of maui we're going to pray for the people of maui and we're going to send every single resource we can to make sure that we rebuild communities we get more than 700 dollars to people like per family i mean and how much are they sending to ukraine (laughs) well he just asked for another 24 billion dollars so i look look everybody i i I know that joe biden says oh i'm scranton joe and i'm just a man of the people and corn pop you know uh never messes around with me but Look, this is not a man of the people. This is not someone who can relate to you. This, this is not someone who even makes the time of day for you. The, 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 and, and this is the leader of the free world. I can't believe we're seeing this from an American leader. And this Our, goes back to Trump when the, the, the clip we were playing last hour, Riley, where he says he's not there to be president and lead Republicans. He's there to lead Republicans and Democrats and all Americans. All Americans. Absolutely. That is your oath when you are sworn into office. You have... I mean, first and foremost, you're the commander in chief, sure. But beyond that, you are that's where the buck stops, right? I mean, that's what that's what Harry Truman said, the great president. He said the buck stops with the president that you are the you are responsible for it all. And and no matter what happens under your administration, within your control, out of your control, good or bad, all roads lead back to you. And that's what it means to be a leader. OK, they say that heavy lies the head that wears the crown. Being a leader is a responsibility, okay? It's like being a parent or being a leader in your workplace or in your own personal life or at your church or whatever, okay? Being a leader means that you take responsibility. You make sacrifices. You have clear priorities. And it doesn't feel like the American people are a priority, but they will happily take your tax dollars and put people up in luxury hotels, which, by the way... You, you could stay somewhere else. You don't have to stay in a beachside resort that's very popular and well-known for hosting celebrities. I mean, is this a celebrity outing or a crisis management thing? I, I, I just, I don't know. I, and honestly... There's a lot to this, Riley, that for me doesn't add up. Well, and that's, that's the thing. I don't understand. Like, number one, 
Hawaii, it, it seemed like all of the disaster preparedness went out the windows. So the state could redirect investments into renewable energy. And, uh, you know, this is going to get into a subject that I'll hopefully be discussing later tomorrow night. So please make sure that you tune in on Friday. This is Friday Eve, but make sure you tune in tomorrow night because we're going to be talking about some of these variables and really what's going on here. I mean, every single day we hear talk from progressives about how important it is to take care of the environment, the climate. They they give you the climate change, you know, hoax rundown. And I don't want to get into that, but I do think generally we should try to take care of the earth and be good stewards of the planet that god gave us and i just can't believe that these officials are letting maui burn and then they have some crisis management response training camp happening while people are living with the fires while the fires are burning and for anyone who's from california who knows what it's like to live in the western united states wildfires are no joke this is this is a serious thing. This is not I was living in Santa Rosa County when the Paradise Fires swept across the entire coast of Northern California and came all the way in from the foothill the Sierra Nevada and burned all the way across all the way to the San Francisco Bay area. That you're talking about families that have been crushed, a community that's been devastated. And what's going on? We're giving $700 to a single family. You know what that, that's basically going to do, Riley? It's basically going to do nothing. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, what do you buy first? I mean, you, you can't buy much with that. I mean, maybe some food and some drinking exactly. water. It's unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. To me, honestly, look, I, 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 I don't want to... I just feel like this, honestly, the optics of this, it, to me, it leads me to impeachment. I feel like this could be an impeachable offense. And impeach, it's a political standard. It's not a legal standard, and I get that. But this president is just so careless... I don't understand how anybody really thinks he's qualified for the position because at the end of the day, he should have been on this from day one, from the second it happened. And he should be making it very, very clear that we need to talk about this and what really went wrong because it seems like they're trying to bury the story. It seems like the mainstream press is just trying to bury the lead because it doesn't add up. Like you're saying, DJ Potato Skins. It, it, look, Skins, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, you let this beautiful place burn. The government immediately comes in and says, we want to sort of basically take over the land and we're going to root out the locals. And I don't understand if there's there's any justice that's going to happen. I don't understand what's going to happen to these people's lives. Are they just supposed to move? Are they supposed to... Uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, look, look, everybody, it, it's really, really sad. And again, it could be a wildfire. It could be a storm. It could be Hurricane Katrina. We were supposed to have a hurricane here in San Diego, but we really didn't. And uh, I can't even imagine what would have happened if we had. I mean, let, let's say we had a major disaster like they're having in Maui right now. I mean, it seems like you just can't trust or count on the fact that this government is supposed to be there. You you just can't trust this government anymore because time and time and time again, whether it's East Palestine, Ohio, or now Maui, you see that they're just not prepared for any real emergencies or any real disasters. And that's what happens when you promote and fill your administration full of people who can all speak the language of power but don't really understand anything about government. You've got Pete Buttigieg running the Department of Transportation. You've got Kamala Harris as your borders are and your AIs are. And she doesn't even really understand what artificial intelligence is. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, everybody. So look, you're going to want to stick around because The Answer San Diego does indeed have all of the answers for you. So again, this is Riley Lewis filling in for Andrea Kay. We will be right back. 
the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. All right, everybody. This is what I'm talking about right here. This is, this is a groove, okay? This is a certified classic right here, everybody. We're coming in second hour, all right, everybody? This is the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. I want to hear from you, so please feel free, call in. The number is 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. I want to hear what's on your mind. doesn't matter what the topic is. We're going to table this discussion about Maui because... We're going to be talking about it tomorrow, and there's a lot of interesting pieces of the puzzle that are not being put together for you by the media. So we're going to do it for you because somebody's got to clue you guys in. Somebody's got to give you the information that you need to really make sense of what's going on and really what happened. That's what I want to know. What happened in Maui? Is this going to happen again? What's the real agenda here? What's the what's the real story? That's what I want to know. So please tune in tomorrow. We're going to be having some interesting folks coming on the show, and it's going to be quite a discussion. So please make sure that you tune in tomorrow night again on the Andrea K Show over here at The Answer San Diego, where we do have the answers for you, and it's always a blast. There's never a dull moment here, and especially when we're talking about these debates and these, you know, uh, elections and what's going on because elections do matter i know that they're not above board everybody come on i've worked on a congressional campaign in my life all right i've worked for a city council candidate i get it i know what's going on there's a lot of sneaky legal and illegal tricks things like ballot harvesting and you know what if republicans really are serious about winning the next election then we need to to Look, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the RNC right now or Ronna McDaniel, but I will tell you there is an ad blitz coming out of the RNC right now to vote early and to do absentee ballots if you can. And this is what we need a lot of Republican turnout. And please make sure that you vote your friends, your family, your neighbors, and make sure that you vote as early as you possibly can. It seems like it's a long way away, but trust me, next November is really just around the corner and it's going to fly by and the attacks on Trump are going to increase and they're going to try to put him in the pressure cooker and they're going to rush this trial which is why the the trial date is october 23rd and there are going to be political opportunists who swoop in to this current environment and try to grab the people who would normally rush to vote for trump here's a question for you riley i've often thought about this if they can't get this indictment to stick with trump and it looks like he they're going to have to face face off with him do you see them trying to suspend the election via some national emergency? Would not surprise me because they're rolling out the COVID stuff right now as well. And you know what? Ukraine has suspended their elections and that's the epitome of democracy. So it would not surprise me if they come out because it was just the other day that CNN's Jonah Goldberg was saying the real threat to democracy are the small donors, yep. the working man, the average American. And then at the same time, you have some clown at the New York Times originally publishing an article, an article that was first titled election are bad for democracy. Even the clowns at the New York Times editorial board said, this is too much. You've gone too far. It's too much. And so they, they changed it and said there are too many people that are bad that run for office and politics. That needs to change. There's got to be a better way. aliens landed tomorrow and said, take me to your leader, it would be embarrassing. <laughs> I love Senator Kennedy. 
It's true, though. Is anyone really feeling proud to be an American these days? I, look, I'm always proud of my country because I, it's, it's a cultural thing. The nation of America, the American people, that is cultural. The state, the government, that is political. Those are two very different things. So I'm proud of my government when they earn it, when they deserve it. The same way I'm only proud of myself if I earn it, if I do a good job, if I actually achieve something. You don't just go handing out participation trophies to people because they check some identity box, but that's all we get from KGP and the Alejandro Mayorkas and all the rest in the Biden administration. And there's so many people in politics that really just aren't all that smart. And so it elevates people like Vivek Ramaswamy. He's running with people who just frankly can't put two and two together. So the bar is so low and that makes it very easy for him to climb over it, even if he might have some ties to the World Economic Forum. Look, everybody, I, uh, and this is... Uh, I don't know what to make of it. There's a lot of chatter about Vivek. There's a lot of people right now talking about the fact that this, uh, this, this guy is sort of getting some positive bias because he's the shiny new toy on the block. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, but he seems to have come out of nowhere. We, we knew nothing about this person before five minutes ago, and all of a sudden, he's this smooth-talking, diverse, highly educated, super-rich, $50 million shy of being a billionaire, self-funding guy who says uh, something similar to Trump in the sense that he doesn't have to rely on donors, but I, I don't know about that. I suspect there are some people who are behind his campaign who absolutely have a vested interest in making sure that he gets into power, and I, I don't see exactly why yet dj skins i don't know what's going on but what what do you make of these rumors on vivek are are you buying what he's selling or do you think he's kind of a fraud well and and then again i mean people can change i I, i'm I'm a firm believer in that Mm -hmm. uh he is at the moment as we've said earlier on in the show saying all the right things he does seem sincere Mm -hmm. so for me uh, it's gonna have to be a wait and see type of a thing would i if trump's not gonna be in contention would i vote for him as of right now, I can't say yes, but he does. Again, he, he he is saying things that seem very conservative, that seem very America first. But is he just saying them to gain traction? That's to be seen. That's the and that's the age old problem in politics. Are you just campaigning on these issues because you know that this is what's important to me? And also, are you ever going to actually fix these issues? Because Republicans are very used to hearing people like Liz Cheney and Mitch McConnell come out and say, we're going to fix these problems and get the border under under, you know, we're going to get it under control and and get some security down there and some resources. And we're going to make sure that we bring jobs back to this country instead of shipping them to India and China while also bringing in people via the H-1B visa. I'll tell you what I do like about him, Riley, is the fact that he said numerous times, and again, last night was a debate, that's a little different, uh, but he he's more about getting ideas out there than attacking the other candidates. Yeah, right. And that and that's what we need. There's a lot of infighting. And I like that he's got some ideas like going after the FBI budget, maybe going after some other agencies like the Department of Education uh, and some other stuff. I, I, I think that he's saying some good things. He's saying a lot of good things. And I do think that it was funny. I, I saw the clip. I couldn't help myself. But they asked about Ukraine and funding. And he was the only person who raised his hand proudly and said, I will stop sending our money there while the American people are suffering because that is not pivotal to U.S. interests. So I I, got to give him a little bit of credit because even Ron DeSantis, he raised his hand, but it was slight and it was it was slow and you could tell there was some hesitation 
because Ukraine is a hot button issue. And it's not really about weighing in on the war and whether or not it's good and, and, and all the, the suffering that's going on on both sides of that, that, that conflict. It's really about making the American people a priority. Because right now, the American people, regardless of political affiliation, Democrat, socialist, liberal, progressive, uh, uh, Republican, conservative, whatever you are, I mean, let's just be clear here. You, the people, we, we are not the priority here. Okay, we're we're not we're really just a tax base, and and we're we're you know uh, some people who can be moved around. We can be pawns in larger political games, and that's where the media comes in. But the media, they sometimes they get it right, sometimes they don't. It's very complicated, and like you're saying, DJ Skins, people can change. There's some stuff in Vivek's past that makes me. A little, a little nervous. I don't know, but he seems. And, and see, and that's the stuff, Riley, that I got to dig more into because I'm not quite educated enough on it. Is it stuff that is substantial? I mean, that could that could weigh a lot of people's hand on if they're going to pull that lever for him. Absolutely. Well, and they're saying that he stood with. This is the rumor again. They're saying he stood by Mike Pence on his response to everything that went down with January 6th. And if that's true, that's a big, big flag. For oh, it me. is. I don't know if it's necessarily a deal breaker, but it's on the border. I mean, that, that's a very big deal to me because we've seen even just with all the footage being released of what really happened at the Capitol. And it's 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 not even close to what what has been sold to the American people. And that day forever will be will be remembered by many people as this fictional attack when really the place was crawling with feds. And Nancy Pelosi said we can't bring in the National Guard. So if Vivek- I mean, think about that, I always love that point. She denied Trump the National guard yet what happened is supposed to say hey it's all trump's fault mm-hmm. no, no no responsibility here this was totally to blame on trump we all the people in power are not responsible for what happens in the country they have power over that's the bottom line these people act like they're helpless and that that needs to stop right now so we need to take this next election please stay with us for uh for some very interesting conversations when we come back from the break this is the answer san diego AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining me on The Answer San Diego on this Friday Eve. We're taking calls. We're always taking calls, uh, at least right now as we're wrapping up the second hour of the show, and I really do appreciate it. Again, that call number for you is 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. 344-1174, The Answer San Diego on AM 1170. So we do have a caller. We're going to pivot. I, I just want to say, you know, really quickly, let's wrap up the Vivek stuff, at least for now, because, look, he's got some interesting things going. He, he's well-spoken. He's smooth. I like a lot of the media appearances he's making on other shows, and I think he's got something interesting. So just like you, DJ Skins, I'm going to wait and see. I, I don't know exactly I'm what's going on. I'm not counting him out yet, yeah. but he, he's got to prove to me that the that he's going to do what he's that he's going to do exactly what he's talking about right now. Absolutely, because talk is cheap. You know, I, I need to see some actual action. And with Trump, I've seen him. They throw him through the ringer nine rounds. Who else do you boxing. know that could take what this guy has taken? And so, with such a good attitude, I mean, th- this guy is still walking around. He's smiling. He's rallying. He's having a great time. Even though they're going after his character, his family, his lawyers, his friends, Mayor Giuliani, who's put so many bad people away. He cleaned up the streets of New York City. 
city and he's America's mayor and they're they're just treating him like an actual terrorist, um, which shows you where the Democrat Party's priorities are. And it shows you that our systems, they're good, but they can be corrupted. So just know that America is exceptional. We are different, but only so long as we have a solid moral framework in place and only so long as we respect the Constitution, checks and balances, separation of powers. This is why the founding fathers wanted to create voluntarily a new republic in which nobody is above the law because this is the kind of stuff that you see in a banana republic where friends of the regime are above the law. So there's a lot going on. And again, it really does, you know, get at some of the the media in this because the media is completely running with falsities, with things that are verifiably untrue. And even though they'll retract stuff or they'll apologize after the fact, they're totally happy to sell you the propaganda knowing that it's false, just like the FBI certified that the Hunter Biden laptop existed and still sent a letter with signatures from 51 former and current serving intelligence officials saying this has all the trappings of Russian misinformation and we want to give Joe Biden a talking point in the third and final presidential debate back in 2020. So this was all about engineering that election and it's the same thing here. So we're going to talk a little bit about the role of conservative media and really the future of what's going on with Fox News. So we've got a caller, Jonathan. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, guys, how's it going today? It's going great. I mean, this is a very, very uh, sad day for America, but I'm gl- thank you for coming on. No, it is, but I think it's going it's, it's gonna, to it's gonna work in, in the favor of ultimately going to the Supreme Court and just making a farce of everything that they've done. And then ultimately, at one point, all paperwork, emails, all that come out, even though it may take uh, several years, uh, and then it's going to really make them look bad. But a, a quick thing on this uh, Fox News I heard the other earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think this whole thing was just a uh, situation. You cost me almost a billion dollars. I don't care how much I love you, how wonderful your ratings are, how adept you are doing what you do. His head had the role. It was a mistake, yeah, but that was the basis of it. And then you know, make throw in a couple other bodies in there just to make it look it was nothing personal. And I believe they're going to sell this uh, maybe by the end of the year. I don't, it's not going to go to a, a liberal media site, but uh, I think at that point, they just maybe have had enough. They've done their run with it. And yeah. I'll take this up over the air. Another quick thing I'll throw in here off the air is this, what a, what a horrible debate. It was, I mean, just, it was something, you could see something better in a high school although as you were stating about the bank and maybe i got the name wrong he brings a whole uh dynamic new deal breath of fresh air into it well the thing i like the best about him is how well versed in data i'm a person like somebody has the facts or data on it he'll come right back on you so i think he's he's definitely got a place in his administration vp secretary of state and I still haven't given that given up hope, but I, I believe the VP's position is uh, to be the the attack dog, if you will. I can't another one that's well person. This is Carrie Lake. But I'll hear your thoughts after this. And you, last but not least, actually, I want to say one more quick thing. You guys should have your own show. You guys bring the same uh, dynamic thing. Uh, well, it's a whole fresh thing hearing both you guys play off of each other, and I mean that. It is just a regular thing going through the motions. You guys play up to the real well and got this uh, great energy about you. So the powers that be at Listen at Salem, 
you guys should get a time somewhere and start out together at one point in time. Jonathan, okay, guys, I'll get you. Thank yes, you sir. so much. Yeah, you're too, you're too kind. We Jonathan, really do we appreciate you. it. Alrighty, so look, everybody, I, I think that there is something to this idea. Bringing some some new, fresh, young blood in, get, you know, revitalizing the party, and say what you will about Reagan, I know he was an older candidate, but that man was incredibly gifted at energizing people, and that's why he won in a landslide election, okay? People don't understand that that had never happened before. It hasn't ever happened before. It might not ever happen again. Reagan was something of, uh, obviously, the great communicator, and, and he brought down the Berlin Wall. And, and there's a lot of, you know, great, humble things he did in the background. But he was charming. He was smart. And you can see the influence of him on the modern-day Republican Party. You can see that Vivek is trying to take up the same lane, the same sort of common sense thinking, the sort of return to some sense of nationalism. I know yeah, well, that— Look at it like this. I mean, even when the Democrats are kind of looking for a way to make themselves look good, what do they do? They compare themselves to Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy knew how to run government and do it smoothly. Yeah. Did he make mistakes? Yeah, of course. But he was definitely one of the greatest presidents we've ever had. Absolutely. And I think he really does show uh, there's a big difference between knowledge and wisdom. And I think Reagan had both. But there's there's a lot a lot to say for having leaders who are wise. That is really what we're missing, because when you have people in power who truly understand this country, what the founding fathers were trying to do, what are foundational philosophies and values are and the purpose of government and really what the American people want and need, then you have the key to success. That is a recipe for a flourishing republic. It was not that long ago that gas prices were low, homes were affordable, we were starting businesses, and we weren't starting wars. But now we're crushing businesses and we're picking fights all over the place. And I don't know. You just exactly. mentioned wars, Riley. How, wait, I, I lost count. How many wars did we start under Trump? <laughs> well, uh, let, let me think here. Uh, I get. Wow, I guess it's zero. I, can we fact check that? Can we just? Uh, DJ's yeah, we have our fact checker here. Oh, that's me. Yeah, uh, none. <laughs> okay, so th- that's that's it for you, though. That's the word, people. It's been confirmed. Not one single war. And they told him you can't make peace with people, and you can't make peace in the Middle East, and you can't try to bring North Korea back into the fold. Obviously, that's a crazy country, but this is somebody who took his own personal charm and that really served him well in the business world. Talk to anybody who ever spoke to Trump, especially in a, in a business capacity. Probably the best salesman there is around and maybe the best salesman this country's ever seen. It's unbelievable. Talk to any of the people that are, you know, highfalutin like uh, Barbara Corcoran or all the, any, any of these people on Shark Tank. Like, look, Donald Trump is charismatic and I think that People are trying to adopt those traits, even if they don't want to admit it. But it seems like Vivek, Ron, they're both trying to be Trump. But what you're what you're telling me is basically don't I don't want to settle. And people are telling me that you should settle because there's some electability question with this lawsuit. But do you think Vivek would uh, play off of really well if he was chosen as the VP for Trump? Do you think they'd go good together? I think they would go great together. I I, I don't know. I mean, look, actually, Maybe it's hard to say because I'm still doing a wait and see with Vivek, but I, I do think it would be interesting to see his kind of mindset and his kind of energy with Trump because Trump's already so energetic. I mean, I, I know he's in his 70s, but he seems so energetic Doesn't and seem so 70. focused. He does not seem 70, and this guy apparently eats McDonald's all the time, and he beat COVID in like two and a half days. This guy is a machine. 
He's really a, a, a and and he's a he's a charitable machine. He's giving all of his time to the people, to the voters. This is what Joe Biden should be doing, but he's not, and neither are his handlers. So it's like Trump just can't help but electrify people. And I think that him and Vivek that could be a winning ticket. Honestly, at first I wanted to see Trump and DeSantis. I think that that would still be interesting. I don't see them. I don't see why they have to be opposing forces. I. I don't could it have worked? Yes, I think that would have been the best thing for DeSantis. I think it would have worked very well. They're both freedom loving Americans, Mm -hmm. conservatives right now. I don't think that that's a possibility. Both of them have gone too much with one another. The two people that are running now that I could see as VP for Trump would be either Larry Elder or Vivek. You know what you get with Larry Elder. Still wait and see. Could you imagine Larry, though? Larry, he is one of the most intellectually smart conservatives running today just tune into i don't know if anyone's ever i i grew up and i i love listening to to larry because he's from south central los angeles he understands california specific problems whether it's the k through 12 public education system better than anybody i mean you get this guy in front of a microphone there's a reason they kept him out of that debate because he would have wiped the floor with people like chris christie and nikki haley give me a break Absolutely. Look, everybody, we're coming into the end of the hour here, but please make sure you call that number, 888-344-1170. We will be right back. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show, on The Answer San Diego. All right, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. Look, here's the thing. Andrea K. does tell you how it is uh, she she's just wonderful and and look everybody i'm filling in for her i'm trying to do my best here i know i'm not andrea i just can't be andrea she's she's in a whole world and league of her own so i, I hope that she's getting all the rest she needs and having some fun on this very very much deserved and earned vacation it, it, she's such an such an incredible person and and a hard worker and look everybody she's also here at where we've got lots of incredible people this is the answer san diego am 1170 you've got just a few more minutes if you want want to call in we're taking calls 888-344-1170 and we've been talking a lot about vivek and what's going on and what's going on with this election and what's going on with the the effort really to keep trump out of office because that's what this is really about we we've talked about it all night and there's no reason to sugarcoat it or dance around it we're losing this republic i mean benjamin franklin said this is a wonderful republic if you can keep it. And that's a big responsibility. Well, and, and you mentioned republic and that's thing. And then at the beginning of the show, we were talking about how it said democracy, democracy. De- well, yes, this is a form of democracy, but it's a republic of states. There's a difference. Absolutely. It's a republic of states where we're supposed to have some decentralized power and we're supposed to separate powers because power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And that's what we're seeing right now. You you give people an inch and these radical ideologues, they will take a mile. And ultimately, the buck does stop with the president. I wish that Biden was, you know, not weaponizing the DOJ, but it also stops with us in some extent. Right. I mean, mean, if we're willing to put up with this kind of tyranny, then they're going to keep being tyrannical. That's the end deal. We have to go and show them with our votes at the ballot box next November. And even in the primaries, if you want to be serious about this, get out there early and make your voice heard because people are going to be looking at those numbers in the primary elections and they're going to be watching to see whose star is rising, whose stock is increasing. What's the hot commodity around the corner? And I have a sneaking suspicion based on the poll numbers right now. You look at them and Trump is still topping them. And I think that that would get even better if he had somebody 
like Larry Elder with him because Larry is such a champion and he's taking on the RNC because they they did everything in their power to make sure that he couldn't even participate in the debate and they made sure that he wasn't even allowed to be on the premises in Milwaukee. They made sure that just like with Don Jr. keeping him out, they did the exact same thing to Larry Elder. Is that any way to treat one of our own? As conservatives, is you that- have to ask yourself why, because there's not they're not just doing it just to do it because they know the type of effect a personality like Larry Elder is going to have on that debate stage. Knowledge is power. And he comes in with a lot of knowledge, data and facts. He knows what he's he, what he's doing. And, and this is the thing for a, for a politician who's really not ambitious and not really particularly smart or, or you know, gifted in any way that's useful to the common people and to the to the American public. Somebody like Larry Elder who's this guy from California who doesn't have formal political experience, who's got incredible name recognition. Like, this is a very, very powerful and scary thing for the establishment. Can you That's imagine the turnaround saying. this state would have had had he been elected governor? I, I just can't even believe it. I mean, the fact, I will say, I'm very happy that for the first time since Gray Davis, we actually had a recall. Apparently, people in California are starting to wake up. I don't know if it's the incredibly high taxes. I don't know if it's the crime. I don't know if it's the fact that I'm walking down the streets in the Castro District or the Fidei District in San Francisco, and I see people rotting on the streets, homeless encampments, used needles that still have blood in them. And then when I call the local government and say, can we get this cleaned up? The city says, we'll have a sanitation worker there tomorrow or next week so i'm just supposed to live with these dirty needles and this is all going on in newsom's watch newsom's happy to spit platitudes out about combating climate change and you know standing by our precious democracy even though it's a constitutional republic but he doesn't have anything to say about the fact that people in his own hometown people in his own home state his constituents the voters they want somebody else i mean sure he survived a recall but the fact is the People wanted to remove you in the first place. We got the signatures. And do you think it's that recall that's going to prevent him from running? Because for a while, I thought he was a shoe in for 24. That, that recall lingers in the back of my mind with that. I don't know if he's going to go that extra mile, but I, I could see them making him their golden boy. I think that they probably are going to make him their go- their golden boy. I think that he's being groomed absolutely by higher ups within the DNC and the, and, and really the, the Democrat Party more broadly. But I do wonder about his record because especially if he's running against someone like DeSantis in the future or really whoever, because he's not running California well at all. And the fact that we've had a mass exodus out of this state under his watch, I think that could drag him down. I think the recall could drag him down. I think the way he handled COVID could drag him down. I think the fact that he keeps his winery open on the 4th of July while we're all sitting inside waiting for fireworks in our backyard at the end of the day. It's like (laughs) he's running this state into the ground. And it's funny because he always brags about this state and what it is. But I'm always thinking what it used to be and what it could be. That's what I care about because, yes, this is the fifth largest economy in the world and our you know net GDP is bigger than the entire GDP you find in France and there's plenty of good to find in California, but Governor Newsom has shown us how quickly things can sour and how quickly decline can happen and so much so that millions of people have, at least hundreds of thousands, have left this state and gone exclusively to red states. I don't know if those people leaving are Democrats or Republicans or if they bring their voting habits with them, if they are Democrats, but the fact that people are even leaving this state in record droves shows us that Gavin Newsom is not really a 
particularly popular figure, even with his own kin and his own constituents. So it's hard to say how he would do in a national environment where he's got to go up against other Democrats or other people who also have name well, recognition. Well, if he's going up against Trump, Trump is a smart enough guy, uh, same with Larry Elder, to bring up this track record. Oh, absolutely. Larry, Larry Elder, Gavin Newsom won't, I, don't, I mean, Maybe he will, but I don't think Gavin Newsom will ever debate Trump or Larry Elder. DJ Skins, I don't know what you think, but if if he gets in a room with Larry Elder, that's basically political suicide, right? Yeah. Oh, like, it's, it's, it, yes, different candidates, but it's exactly why Joe Biden right now will not debate RFK Jr., because it will not even be close. I'm, I mean, what do you think RFK would hit him on first? Like, wh- where do you even Censorship. start? Like, yeah. they've been censoring yeah. him since he announced he was running for president. They don't want his messages, especially on COVID. Yep. They don't want that to see the light of day. Well, it's funny because if you Google, you know, presidential campaigns, you're going to see a whole list of Democrat campaigns, but not RFKs. Of course, you're not going to see Republicans because it's Google, but you're not going to see RFKs. So it's very, very interesting that they want you know, to Andrew direct and I you. even floated for a while. I mean, yeah, I know he's a Democrat and not conservative on certain issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a unity standpoint, I could see I and he said that he wouldn't, but I could potentially see if this plays out the right way trump still picking rfk as a vp candidate really that's interesting i think that that could be really really good i think that could be a revolutionary kind of thing and bringing together not just the middle and disaffected independents but really true old school you know blue dog democrats who still believe in the constitutional law and order and republicans who are willing to reach across the aisle because that's got to be the majority of americans i mean i feel like most people are somewhere in the middle and they're looking for a home RFK may be a Democrat. He is not a leftist. And absolutely. And that's a very, very important distinction, because what we're seeing right now with this weaponized DOJ, this is unchecked leftism. What you're seeing with a classical sort of liberal Democrat like RFK, that is part of the antidote. And and, and again, I'm saying this is someone who's a strong America first conservative, but I think he's an America first Democrat. So I don't know from what I've seen. So I think that would be really, really interesting. But thank you, everybody. We're wrapping up for tonight. Join me tomorrow. This is Friday Eve, but we're going to be back tomorrow, 6 o'clock sharp Pacific time. So please make sure that you join us here on the Andrea K Show. My name is Riley Lewis filling in for Andrea K here at The Answer San Diego. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.